0: Hey friends, we're so glad you're here and have tuned into So, What Makes You Come Alive podcast. We're your hosts, Gabe the Girl. And Michaela McGee. And we're here
1: to explore what it would look like to take ownership of and change the narratives of our lives to live a life fully alive. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. We are so excited to be back for yet another episode, and Gabe gets to introduce our friend this week.
0: Yes. So this is my friend Greg. Greg and I met in Virginia in the Hampton Roads area, the city of Newport News, if any of you Virginians are out there. Um, And Greg and I met just as COVID restrictions were kind of lifting in our area after the first year. Would you say it was about the first first year, that first wave? And uh, so we got some good outdoor time because that's about all we could do at that time. Um, And then since then, we've had a few adventures here and there together, which has been really great. Um, But I'm super excited to have Greg here today to tell us all about him and share a bit of his story with us. So Greg, could you just give us a little introduction to who you are, where you're from, kind of what you're about?
2: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Well, um, like I've said, my name is Greg. I uh, grew up in very South Central Pennsylvania, uh, very farm town kind of area. They drove tractors to school, you name it. Um, Amazing. But, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and Then I um, went to uh, my, my bachelor's degree at Liberty University down in uh, South Central Virginia and then stayed there for medical school as well. I knew I always wanted to be a doctor, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that more. Um, and so, we stayed there for medical school. Graduated in 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, which was a lot of fun. And then moved to uh, Hampton Roads, where I met Gabe and um, started off a beautiful friendship there. Uh, met her here in Newport News, where I'm doing my residency training. In I'm uh, in emergency medicine, is what my my specialty medicine is. Um, love it very much, and couldn't see myself doing anything else. So I'm very happy to be here on the podcast and. Uh, to with you guys sweet
0: yeah how much longer do you have in your residency program
2: I have one more year so it's a three-year program. yeah and I got one more to go oh boy big things on the
1: horizon (laughs) man maybe some
2: of that will come up today I'm excited
1: well thank you for that killer introduction now I'm just picturing you sitting on a tractor as like a six-year-old taking yourself to school right that's probably what (laughs) happened (laughs) no (laughs) Um, Greg, we would love to get started by asking, what makes you come alive?
2: There's well, a lot of things make me come alive, but um, the the biggest one right now that I've, I've been experiencing day to day is is medicine and is practicing medicine. Um, it's a long a long journey to get here, um, but I truly love <laughs> what I do. I, I truly love helping people feel better. I help um, truly love. Making people's day, um, telling them, you know, giving them answers if I can give them answers. Sometimes I have to tell them I don't have an answer, but at least get to, um, you know, meet new patients, meet new people, meet families, talk with them. Um, it's a hard—I uh, wouldn't call it a hobby necessarily—but it does make me come alive. But yeah. <laughs> uh, it does have its moments, um, you know, where sometimes maybe medicine doesn't solve the issue, but um, I love being there just the same to help families transition and cope and um discover you know what you know what their body's telling them um so good yeah yeah it's hard but it's a lot of fun and i i mean i i enjoy doing it so
1: yeah i mean that's awesome it's definitely important to be to feel like that lights you up if that's what you're going to do for your career for your profession you know and to know that at this age and stage of your life that this is something that can just launch you for the rest of your life to be able to do. I don't know. I just, I think it's a real gift to like kind of land, I guess, big air quotes there. Like you worked your butt off to get to where you are, but like (laughs) to land in something that is so in alignment with who you are and what really does give you life and everything. Um, But you did say that lots of things light you up. Is there stuff outside of your day to day, outside of your, what your main focus is these days, outside of those forty hours a week? I'm sure it's way more than that, but you know what I mean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit. That's okay. But when I do get out of the hospital, um, I love to. I love to be outside. I love going on adventures. Mm-hmm. I love traveling. Um, I know Gabe and I we just met up in Spain casually. Casually um, <laughs> met up in Madrid. Just, that's you know salsa
0: dancing <laughs> and churros. Uh, you know, right? The whole shebang. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh I love hosting people at my house. Um mm-hmm. I love having people over for dinners or ice cream socials. <laughs> we we have Sunday Sundays, it's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: oh my gosh, uh, I need hi. to add that to my calendar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that not a part of my life? <laughs> I don't yeah. I, like every resident I can find I'm like, come over for ice cream, we're doing it. So yeah.
0: mm-hmm. very much enjoy
2: that. Very much enjoy cooking and baking and um, amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Greg is a great host. Let me just put this out there. So I was introduced to Greg through my best friend, Kelly. And Kelly's like, you guys are going to go along so well. You're going to be such great friends. We're going to be like three amigos. And so whenever we come over and hang out with Greg, you know, over the time that we were all together in the Hampton Roads area before she went off to the UK and I left for Spain, we left you know, Greg all by himself. Anytime we would come over, he would have like our favorite things just oh. waiting there for us, you know, our favorite snacks, our favorite beverages. Like he would just have them there. He's just an excellent host. And you can tell that it really makes him feel good to like have others feel like they're, you know, seen and cared for and he's paying attention. <laughs> yeah. just those details. That's awesome. Not to brag on my friend or anything. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing out a big brag there. He's kind of awesome. Yeah, <laughs>
1: love it. I'm also just sitting over here trying to calculate how far away I am from where you are in Virginia. Is that too far for a day trip? So I can come down for
2: Sunday Sundays. Never. You are always welcome. I always <laughs> have ice cream on hand, even if it's not a Sunday. Oh my gosh! Amazing. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh,
2: <laughs> I never it. knew
0: that ice cream could be what it was until I was introduced to Turkey Hill ice cream. Ooh, yes, that's right have down with making- me.
1: Yeah, Wait, it's right what? here. It is literally what? right down the road from me, I had no the Turkey idea. Hill experience. I know, I didn't either. The things you learn.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, now that you are there, I'm I gonna know. come
1: see
2: you. <laughs> yeah, we might be
0: coming
1: <laughs> There's a whole experience, you guys. I had Amazing. no idea about any of this stuff. I just see this like Turkey Hill brand. Now that we moved to Pennsylvania and I was like, what uh, even is this? And it's literally like 15 minutes mm-hmm. from me where it is. Yep. Yeah, the cows. and
0: the cows. <laughs> I may have the whole state of Texas come after me for saying this, but I thought bluebell was something mm. good. And then mm. I tried turkey hill. <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I've been trying to convince Greg to to mail me some turkey hill. Like that's not even possible. But I just texted him one nope. I was like, can you
2: mail me some turkey
0: hill? Oh, <laughs> oh, chocolate chocolate peanut butter ice cream. <laughs> oh. So is it
1: the same if it comes mailed to you in the form of a text message picture? Uh,
0: no. no, I feel like that's torture.
2: Yeah, I feel that's kind of worse. <laughs> this is kind of worse. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. Wait, so I know something a little bit about Greg, but um, t- tell me about like your outdoor, like what you like about the outdoors and like what things the outdoors like light
2: you up. Oh man, I... So, I grew up doing um, Boy Scouts all through like all through growing (laughs) up as a kid. Um, So, you name it outdoors, and I'd be there uh, hiking, uh, biking outside, going on adventures. Um, My favorite, absolute favorite thing is bonfires. Um, Mm -hmm. There's anything greater in life than being around a bonfire with your friends. No, there's nothing greater.
0: Mm. Nothing
2: great. So, um, but also I love doing things on the water. I love going to the beach. Um, I don't live too mm. far from right now. So I love out there. Just listening to the ocean is just mm. um it's just very relaxing. Um mm-hmm. man, you name it. I could do it. <laughs> I've gone skydiving, <laughs> I've gone parasailing. Yikes. This is the best. <laughs> Goodness.
1: <laughs> like makes me come alive because my heart is racing, but it's fine. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm
0: like having to sign away way. Yeah,
2: Heart is huh. still going. <laughs>
0: if I lose a limb,
2: yep, doing it. or die. <laughs> it's okay. I know what to do if it all goes wrong. So oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> Anytime I go to do something super dangerous, I'm just gonna make sure that you're around <laughs> like the skydiving thing. My emergency <laughs> doctor. <laughs> I brought my emergency doctor with me. <laughs> that's great oh i love all of those things yes um so our next question for you greg is what inspires or encourages you to live a life fully alive like to spend time investing in
2: those things yeah so um i mean it's it's a big question (laughs) because i have so many different things that make me come alive um and i could talk about a couple of them if you if if you'd have the time um the the one that i you know i'll talk about medicine first just because that has become a big focus of of a lot of my time um and and you know a lot of people ask me they say you know well how'd you know you're going to be a doctor how did you know like this is what you wanted to do um and really i don't have a great answer for that unfortunately um i always knew that i was going to be a doctor i always always had that inclination i think there was about a 30 second pause where i wanted to be a fire truck as a kid (laughs) <laughs> um and that dream that dream quickly faded um or got squashed rather but then it was right back to medicine um and i, I just you know helping people helping people um has always been a huge passion of mine mm-hmm. and so medicine just seemed to fit the bill i you know i couldn't really think of any occupation that um could have a greater benefit to others and to the world and um it's a way that i can um you know, personally, you know, step into hard situations in people's lives and truly bring either peace or clarity or answers or not answers. Um, and I just think it's so powerful. Um, when I was in, so then when I knew about, you know, emergency medicine specifically, it's a kind of a niche specialty, uh, if you will. And that, you know, what really inspires me to keep continue doing what I'm doing, um, even in light of all the all the global pandemics that have occurred during my short time (laughs) Um, has been a situation when I was in high school. Um, I was getting ready to start my ninth grade year of high school and my father had unexpectedly, you know, passed away. Um, There was no real answers, no real like explanation for it. He just, his time had been called and, and he was ready to go. And so obviously it was a very, you know, perfect situation for our family. But in that moment, Uh, We were at the emergency department uh, and, and the doctor, you know, came into us and in a moment where we just had so many questions, so much uncertainty, so much like, uh, you know, the emotions, um, he, he stepped in and, and brought, you know, what I, what I really can't describe very much, but other than just an absolute sense of peace and clarity and strength um, that this guy, you know, who is, who I look at myself now and, and I know from, you know, just a little experience that he spent his whole life preparing to do medicine um, and still sometimes medicine fails. And that's where humanity comes in and humanity takes over whenever you just have to be a human with another, you know, with a family and just cry with them, hold them and, you know, try to reassure, but, you know, just being there. And that moment for me was so inspirational. Um, This guy that, I didn't know, I, I really, I don't even know his name. I should know his name. I should go back and find out who he was and thank him because he um, really inspired a lot of what I do right now. Um, there are there, there was a situation a couple a uh, couple months ago where I had to give very similar news to a family and uh, the, the similar news that I received, which was mm-hmm. we don't have an answer and I'm incredibly sorry. Um, and it was such a full circle moment that in, in that moment, it was sad, but afterwards I was never prouder to do what I do um, mm-hmm. and never prouder to be in those situations for these people. Um, it just, you know, it keeps me going, you know, like, yeah, that's what we do. We're, we are humans all here together, mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to get, um, and I just, yeah, that, that's the, that's a big part, a big inspiration. That's what I keep looking back to. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I think that's huge. Even what you were saying, like we might not have the answers, but just recognizing that we're all here together. What greater Mm -hmm. thing is there than to love and have compassion for each other in these moments when we're like, we're all trying to freaking figure (laughs) this out. And like, you might have more education than the people in sitting in the hospital there, but the best thing that you can do for them is sit there and cry with them in that moment where- hold them, hold that. I don't know. That compassion is just like, it's, yeah, it's massive. Like for me, that is really lighting me up. Just listening to your story and knowing that it did get to be, be a beautiful full circle moment for you. And there will be so many of those in the future, you know, I mean, yeah. hopefully not so many, but you mm-hmm. know, right. But it's the a reality. It's you. Like- <laughs> yeah. I just think it's such a gift that you get to continue to give yeah. what you're, M- Mikaela, what you're that just you're just Oh no.
0: Am I frozen? Sorry. Uh, you might need to go back like a sentence or two. Sorry. Oh no, that's okay. Thanks for catching that. Yes, no <laughs> problem. Oh, <geez>. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you were saying you were hoping that there wouldn't be more of that.
1: Yeah, too many more of those. But I do think it still is It's incredible that it's almost like this ripple effect of that doctor who met with you all those years ago. And who knows who might've met with him and his family, you know, years prior or whatever, but it's that like, through that situation, you have been inspired to then go out and show up in this same exact way of not just being a doctor, but being a doctor filled with compassion and love, which is a huge difference. Yeah. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that
2: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah
2: oh, And i know uh, sorry a little, little heavy, a little heavy. <laughs> no but in like a no really but
0: it's awesome it's it's way. a yeah it's something that can you know it's a cause for pause like mm-hmm. you know I think a lot of times we think that like inspirational things are like, okay, that's the fire, you know, to get me going. And you just, you like kind of thrust out from that inspiration or that encouragement, but sometimes the inspiration is a cause to pause and like reflect and to Mm -hmm. have it like sit deeply within you. Um, And I think, you know, being able to pause and, and like, you know, take all of that in, you'll remember it longer it'll stay with you longer um it'll continue to motivate you yeah oh. and i like that one cause for pause cause for pause mm. <laughs> copyright yeah <laughs> at gave the girl, at gave the girl. <laughs> future instagram post oh cause for pause gosh. what's your cause for pause <laughs> She <laughs> takes a sip from her kombucha. But seriously, <laughs> yeah,
1: girl, man. I mean, I think that that is, it's really profound. And I feel like we all probably have causes for pausing grammar w- without even realizing it. And I think that it, you just brought up such a good point. And like Greg, that story is obviously causing us all to pause because it's so sure. profound mm-hmm. and so meaningful for you per- and personally but also like the fact that you're just sharing this openly with us Mm -hmm. and all of our listeners, like this is, it's pretty incredible. Like it's, to me, it's just inspiring to hear all of this of what inspires you. I am now inspired to go out and like, not, not go get a medical degree by any means let's be real here, (laughs) (laughs) but but inspired to see like, where can I show more compassion today? You Mm -hmm. know? Where can I show up in the little ways in somebody's life that might actually mean so much more to them than I ever realize? And knowing sure. that for you, like sitting with these families goes so much further than you as a doctor might ever realize. And it's because you experience the other end of it. And oh my gosh, it's fine. I'm not crying over here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it's a uh, circle moment big full circle yeah
1: yeah that's really and beautiful
2: like we all have ways and and that's you know not just medicine but you know throughout life there there are so many ways that we can be you know not just kinder to one another but but true like you said like have compassion on somebody and mm. take a pause for, with someone um truly ask them you know we in in passing we say hey how was your day like nice to see you whatever and keep walking but Um, You know, what are the, what are those conversations actually saying to people and does that make them feel heard and, um, does it make feel valued and validated or, you know, it's small things, small gestures of kindness, I think can make this world a a much better place. Yes.
1: Yes, it totally can. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Um, all right. Kind of segueing, not really, because that was just like a solid mic drop point of like, it is the little (laughs) things. So what challenges have you faced personally in pursuing this kind of living in a way that is fully alive, fully lit up?
2: Yeah. So, um, within medicine specifically, you know, it's, it's a very, very long, Mm. (laughs) difficult road to get there. (laughs) Um, but you know, like we talked about those like internal motivators were just strong enough to get through, but, um. You know, challenges academically. It, it's it's college. It's many years. It's medical school. It's many exams and tests. And um, I was told through that multiple times that you know, Greg, your your scores aren't good enough. Your grades aren't good enough. Like you just stop. Like don't um, don't don't attempt this. Like don't try to go for emergency medicine. Like you'll never you'll never make it with these with these scores. Are you kidding me? Um, mm-hmm. And I was I was met with a lot of um, a lot of negativity. Uh, unfortunately, but you know there uh, on only a couple occasions um, for the most part i had I was surrounded by very very encouraging people um, mm-hmm. kept me going in spite of those uh, those few bits of negativity um, and yeah the 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 one specifically was that um you know during the process of medical school you have to take all these you know examinations or whatnot and I was told that i had I didn't have a chance with emergency medicine too bad just go into something else um, and I, I took that to heart and you know had a whole <laughs> I call it my L Woods moment. Um, <laughs> I, I knew like no this is, this is really what I'm what I think I'm designed for and what I'm built for and this is truly where I thrive in medicine and, and what I you know what I feel like I've, I've been best equipped and prepared to do is emergency medicine. I, can, I really think so and I had a lot of conversations with people that I trust and my mentors um, uh, within my church and within school who are all, you know, told me, go for it. Like, if this is what you want to do, like you, you have to do it. And by golly, <laughs> they <laughs> took me. So, <laughs> um, but there, there have been, you know, moments of that, which is just um, it's hard, it's hard to hear those conversations. And I think, you know, I don't think they were trying to be malicious by any means. I think they were trying to be realistic, um, which I think we all need an equal balance of those, those voices to be heard as is, is the ones who inspire you and, and encourage you and those who give you a reality check, like that was valid. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: But for, for someone who's just trying to make it, like it, it was not what mm-hmm. I wanted to hear that day.
1: <laughs> right, well, and I think that that's a great point that like, everybody hears that stuff every single day like we are constantly hopefully hearing some encouragement but like probably a lot of the reality check stuff and like I guess what what was it that you found to be most helpful when you faced those challenges like in overcoming adversity I like I don't mean to use that loosely, but like those were some really tough reality checks when you are actively pursuing, this big dream of yours, what was it that you found most
2: helpful? Yeah. Um, the most helpful bit, I think, you know, kind of like what we talked about are those, those internal motivators Mm -hmm. are those, those times in my life where I knew from like a a deep, deep place, deep, deeply rooted, like in my soul that, um, Mm -hmm. this is what you're built for. Um, and let, uh, you know, let no man come between that, which you are built to do. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what many of your, your, um, listeners or, or the podcast out there is, or, you know, believe in, I, I fully believe, um, that we are built for something, uh, much greater than just this world. And mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, I, I, you know, I believe that God has designed me to do medicine and to do emergency medicine, um, with these skills and with this past and with everything. That's really what got me through the, um, the, 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 rigor of it all
0: mm-hmm.
2: um you know part of my story as well after after everything that happened in high school was then having to live high school without you know without a father um and that had its own challenges as well um yeah. and in many ways in that regard was also faced with adversity and faced with being at a disadvantage um being faced with you know financial constraints as a 14 year old um mm-hmm. having to pay my own insurance like what what is that <laughs> um, but that was what i was faced with and you know i, I always turn to um and i always turn to my faith and i always turn to what i believe to be true is that you know we we are all built and designed for a purpose and and mm. nothing can get in the way with that and and we did that so why not keep going you know mm. what is holding you back now I, we've we've already come so far um that I just truly really believe that if I kept my head down and kept, you know, pushing forward, that things would things would happen. Not you know the way that they were supposed to happen, but um, I truly believe that it would happen. So, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much so much adversity in this world and so many um, challenges, but um, I think surrounding yourself by people who are like minded and surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you and motivate you. Mm. Uh, you know, being open and honest with them about what you truly want, I think is a big step of that, you know, um, and having them behind you is there's nothing stronger. So.
0: Yeah. You've got to tell people about your big dreams and you've got to get really vulnerable about how much you want them and you've got to have people that are going to check in with you and are going to give you really good constructive criticism, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, people that are, are going to be, you know, are going to have your back, but also look you in the face and go like, Hey, like here's, here's where you're at. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Good community.
2: They're real. <laughs> yeah. They have to happen. Mm. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah. So for anybody that um, would be looking to, you know, is listening to your story and is looking to make a change in their lives, is looking to you know, pursue their dreams or pursue that calling, or maybe finds themselves in the same boat where they're they're kind of looking at what's in front of them, going like, okay, well, is this even possible? <laughs> like if I feel like I was meant to do this, like what kind of encouragement or wisdom nugget could you give to anyone who's like, I want to pursue doing this because I feel like this is what will make me feel fully alive. And
2: yeah. So I think the biggest thing, especially um you know, within medicine itself, it it, it is a big commitment. So, you know, I, I admire, and I, I love hearing people when they say, I think I want to, I think I want to do medicine. Like, I think I want to do this thing. Like, I love, I love that. I live for it because, you know, finding someone with the same passion as you is, it just, it's, it's, it's a, it's an ember to another ember and it just bursts into flame. And it's, um, it's just really, really cool to see someone else excited to do what you do every day. Um, I would highly encourage people to, you know, get involved as best they can, shadow somebody, go rotate through um, a hospital or find, find a doctor who you can say, hey, can I just like shadow you for a day and see what you do? Um, I know most people are very, most, most doctors are very excited about having um, people come shadow them. And um, that's, the, that's the big first step because you do have to realize that it's a, it's a lot to do. And um, I never want to discourage anyone but if, I, I also don't want anyone to get halfway through it and go, Ooh, nope, nope, wrong. Because <laughs> um, that's also
0: pivot, enough. Pivot,
2: <laughs> pivot, pivot. Um, <laughs> So I would, I would definitely say like, get involved, get, get your, get your head in there, try to see what it's like. Um, Cause it's a very different perspective, you know, from the outside of what medicine is versus what a day-to-day life looks mm-hmm. like. Um, and then after that, Like we said, surround yourself with people who know that this is your dream. Um, Come up with a game plan and stick to it. Like it, Mm -hmm. it is so worth it on the other side. Um, I had, and in in that as well, I would encourage people to, um, you know, write down why you're doing this. Mm -hmm. Okay, there are so many reasons why people may want to do medicine, and not all of them are going to get you through. So, um, I know I wrote myself a couple letters throughout. Of the mm. process um i had a lot of come come to jesus moments with myself <laughs> and with about what uh you know why we're doing this thing what is the whole point behind this um people do it for money sometimes and that's not enough mm. people do it for fame sometimes and that's not enough it it won't get you there uh, it won't get you through that the nights of studying um right. and of test taking like it's not that that isn't no. worth it it's on the other mm-hmm. side, but it's not. It's not worth it, right? Uh, so I would definitely encourage people to to write physically, write out why am I doing this? What's mm-hmm. my statement? Like, what's my purpose? Um, in the process of medical school and whatnot, we have to write personal statements all the time to help self uh, self check that mm-hmm. um, statements or what have you. And when you sit down to write one of those things, <laughs> it's daunting because you're trying to put your whole life and you know. One one single sided page, and that's hard. But it's so much <laughs> easier yep. whenever you know what you're doing. It's an easy letter to write.
0: Yeah, uh, oh, that's so good. And I love how um, how universal like you saying that is. Like mm-hmm. you're you're investing, n- you know, more than just time, more than just you know finances more than saying no to things that you, you don't have the time for whatnot, you are investing a part of you or Mm. many parts of you, (laughs) you know, into pursuing your dreams. And so, you know, your, your encouragement, you know, yes, for the medical field, that's amazing. And I mean, I've seen you work your tail off, (laughs) you know, um, you know, in the last year, and just what I've been able to observe and um, worth it because I'm going to, I'm going to brag on Greg, but he is now going to be stepping in as chief resident. Ooh,
1: chief. He,
0: yeah. Chief resident or sorry. Yeah. Chief resident. Sorry. He's already a res- in residency. He's chief resident. He's going to be chief resident. So Dang. yeah, awesome. you can do it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, it really is
1: power in, in mm -hmm. getting clear on your why and Mm -hmm. like knowing what your vision is, like where you really want to go and why you can't have just one or the other. Man, I'm going to do this exercise for that.
0: (laughs) Your why, and then share your why with other people, Mm -hmm. people you trust.
2: Yes. People you trust is important. Let Mm -hmm. it get scary. Like let it get big. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. if, if you're. If you're settling with your dreams, why, why bother? Like get big, get scary.
1: What a nugget.
0: (laughs) I'm not dropping my mic. And
1: with that,
0: (laughs) with that, (laughs) thank you so much, Greg, for sharing um, your story, for opening up um, to us and to like our audience and um, yeah, Dolly, I mean, I already knew you and I'm continually inspired by what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know Michaela said that she's inspired as well. I hope all of you out there that are listening um, have found some sort of inspiration um, from Greg's story and um, the things that make him um, come alive. Um, Maybe you're experiencing a challenge that is similar, um, but uh, yeah, get clear on your why. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with us and tell us a little bit about, um, what struck you in this episode, or if you have a question for us or for Greg, you can, um, write that in the comment section on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook as we, um, you know, have posted this episode, feel free to drop us on anchor a audio message um, and be sure to follow up with us next week as we come through with another episode for you guys. Yes, see you guys next week.
1: Thanks for tuning in to So What Makes You Come Alive. We're so inspired by the conversations we get to have with everyday humans about what lights them up and how to love the story they're living.
0: We hope that you feel just as inspired too. Interested in getting in on the inspiration? Click the link in our Instagram bio at Thrive Alive and select the option for The One About You, Be Our Guest. Remember to tune in each week for a new episode where we explore what it looks like to get back to living our best story, where we hope that your favorite story becomes your own.